0: Empire.
1: The doors are ready to be swung open. Are the venues ready for the fans?
0: But uh, what we do is we uh, ask the stadium and arena to verify that they're compliant with points uh, that range
1: anywhere from access to the food and beverage operations, to social distancing, to signage. That's Herman Elger, Vice President of Travel, Entertainment, and Health Security at Sharecare, where lessons from other sectors are guiding the return to live sports. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Recently, my kids went back to live in-person schooling for the first time in about a year. This was semi-familiar. Same building, not unknown educators. You'd think like riding a bike, right? Not really. The return needed to be coordinated to make everybody feel safe again, and that's easier said than done. And sporting events are going through similar processes in communities throughout the globe. Our guest this week is Herman Elger, the Executive Vice President of Travel, Entertainment, and Health Security at Sharecare. As the light is coming to the end of the tunnel, and people are going to be going back to stadiums and arenas soon worldwide. Hi, Herman. How are you?
0: Hi, good afternoon. Nice to be with you.
1: Uh, let's start with what Sharecare does. What does the company do? Uh,
0: Sharecare is a digital health company. It uh, works with consumers and uh all over the country, helping them to manage all their health in one place, uh, working with providers, insurance companies, and hospitals. So at its core, we're a digital health company based in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: And suddenly, sports is in your crosshairs. Uh, can you kind of talk about how sports became part of what you all were looking at through the pandemic? Uh,
0: Sharecare, uh, believing that uh, part of building wellness is building resilience, uh, has been working with Forbes Travel Guide in the hotel space. To help hotels identify themselves as being ready to visit. And this is done by um, implementing a verification platform that allows hotels around the world to respond to a set of criteria, uh, letting their customers know that uh, health security is in place and the hotel is ready to visit. It was was a logical move to then branch out into uh, another great vertical, which is uh, in need of coming back to life, so to speak, which would be the stadiums and arenas. Um, and that is where our involvement uh, came with the sports world. Uh, we're working with our partners at the Oakview Group and at CAA Icon to create a verification process that allows stadiums and arenas to be able to demonstrate and build confidence for their fans that the stadium or arena is ready to visit uh, because they have all the right protocols and steps in
1: place. Okay, could you be specific there? What, what would a fan notice when they return to a stadium or arena that will tell them it is a safe environment?
0: Sure, well, the most uh, the best way to see this is by a badge of verification, which you can look to to know that a stadium or arena has gone through all of these points. But what we do is we Uh, ask the stadium and arena to verify that they're compliant with points uh, that range anywhere from access to the food and beverage operations, to social distancing, to signage, to uh, the fan experience. And what we look to do is incorporate best practices and requirements into a verification process where the stadium is able to respond yes or no, that they do have all of these steps in place.
1: Is there some level of accountability uh, for a venue to say we have this in place and then it may not be? Have you, have you guys kind of thought through what that looks like?
0: Yeah, well, we're finding that in this health security uh, pandemic uh, recovery, uh, the breadth of the impact of this pandemic is requiring that the strongest model for ensuring that either you're safe or your facility is safe to visit is one of self-attestation and culture of accountability. So by uh, the stadium personnel themselves confirming that all the standards are in place, we believe is the best solution to providing that confidence to the fans Uh, rather than having an overarching entity uh, imply that health security is in place. You've actually got the folks operating the venue confirming if they do have
1: this in place. So there's a couple of things here I want to touch with you on, which is the literal things that are going to be happening, COVID testing, potentially other testing for, for health, um, maybe some touchless mobile ordering, that type of stuff that could come into play in a new modern arena. And then I just want to kind of talk about messaging. Um, have you consulted with the teams on how this is going to be messaged to everybody as we're taping here today? My son went back to school for the first time in a year, a couple of days ago. And as you might imagine, there are a lot of parents that were skittish about it. And there's a lot of parents like me that said, "Okay, we're going to do this. And I'm sure sports teams are going through a similar messaging issue where they want to try to as many people as possible that this is going to be a safe environment for them to return to. Um, Have you kind of talked through what that looks like as they try to bring fans back in the doors?
0: Yeah, well, I think you um, you hit, uh, hit the nail on the head with what we're dealing with here. I believe that the willingness to return or the um, confidence to return runs a very, very broad spectrum, from those who are really ready to get started right away to those who are taking a wait-and-see attitude. Um, and there is not a one-solution-serves-all re- uh, uh, um, approach to getting everyone ready to go at the same time. Um, but we do believe that there's a necessity to be able to demonstrate and build confidence um, by uh, giving consumers something that they can look to. And an example I like to give is if you were looking to go back to a stadium or an arena, for example, for a game, you might think to ask uh, 10 or 20 questions in that venue. Uh, do you have certain protocols in place? Have you taken certain steps or certain measurements? Well, our our approach asks, anywhere from two to 300 or more questions of that venue. And so we like to think that we build confidence by trying to take into account anything that could possibly be of concern to you as a patron or as a fan, and ask those in the process so that you can have confidence that anything you may have thought to ask or question or be concerned with has been covered, and that the individuals running those facilities have responded favorably.
1: Can you give me a couple examples of that? Obviously, like everyone's going to ask the fan, are you comfortable going back to an arena? W- what specifically are you asking of the venue to try to make this as safe an, as a, an environment as possible?
0: So the questions of the venue will cover uh, a wide range of topics. Uh, they'll be as specific as um, related to uh Social distancing practices in the restrooms, for example, or do you have certain hygiene practices in place at the point of access or at the concourse? Um, do you have proper signage in place? Do you have proper procedures in place for responding to situations where there may be an instance of uh, someone needed to be responded to? Do you have, have you already taken the necessary steps with respect to your? mechanical and your HVAC and your air handling, have you taken the right approaches within the the, uh, athlete areas or within the bowl? Uh, Do you have the right uh, cadence or frequency of air circulation taking place? And a lot of these questions are actually going to be far more technical or maybe behind the scenes than a client or a fan might think to ask, but they do uh, run the entire range from um, also you have processes in place to deal with uh, the access of the employees into the space, the screening of the employees. So knowing that not uh, there is not one solution fits all across the entire spectrum. Uh, what a lot of the questions revolve around are asking you to ensure that you do have the proper protocols and systems, processes or procedures in place in place to address those requirements.
1: Do you think what's happened over the last year with COVID 19 has permanently changed the way people are going to think about events and going to venues?
0: Yeah, I I, I certainly do. And we believe that health security and an approach to health security is something that's here to stay. So, in the future, moving forward, uh, we will not have dealt with our final uh, health secure uh, related situation uh, in the form of COVID 19. There will be others down the road. But I do believe this this has. created an, a, a need for an, to ensure that you always have measures of health security protocols in place uh for a couple of reasons one to build resilience to ensure that you're more prepared in the future should something come along and also to ensure that certain steps are in place so that if there were an issue to come along down the road that you're able to react more quickly or be more resilient as far as the response um, i do believe that we will have this in our minds forever uh, I also do believe that this will create a requirement to have certain measures in place. Uh, a simple example would be cybersecurity, uh, the way that's kind of become a standard within every business and within every home and anyone who uses computers. Health security is something that will live with us forever in terms of being able to be prepared and be resilient moving forward.
1: Um, I'll let you go on this because I'm just curious with, with your background and all the things that you've been a part of. And sports for, for this company is new ish in this space. And I'm sure many of the venues you spoke to probably didn't really think that anything like this would ever happen. And so they'd have to catch up and do things to make their venues safer. Um, Was there an industry that was ahead of the curve and ahead of this without knowing what was coming? Is it the hotel industry or another industry? Was there a group that was a little more prepared for something like this?
0: You know it's interesting that's 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 actually a very good question and 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 i can't right away come to mind uh i i do know there are there are certain point solutions that were uh that that, that provided solutions in dealing with this situation uh what i will say is that i believe no one was able to be prepared for the impact uh and the extended impact that this has created um i do know that we do not Bring to the venues or the hotels uh, the solution. Rather, we bring the verification because so much hard work has been done by so many individuals across stadiums and arenas and hotels. And, you know, uh, no one has spent the last year just taking away the tea attitude. Everyone has taken a, a, a very aggressive approach to doing a lot of hard work. And through this, a lot of solutions have come out and approaches. And uh, we've been able to see what does work and what will stay with us for the long term and and what may have been a a more um, short term solution. So it's uh, I would chalk all this up to saying that this has been one heck of a learning experience, (laughs) but uh, we really need to make sure we keep this with us moving forward as far as being prepared and
1: resilient up for the future. Yeah, that is one way to put it. Hopefully it's once in a lifetime. If it's not, this has been, in your words, one heck of a learning experience. Herman Elger is the Executive Vice President of Travel, Entertainment, and Health Security at ShareCare. Thanks for joining us. I
0: appreciate it. Thank
1: you, Brent. On the next Future Sport Podcast... Communities who need social interaction the most are eagerly awaiting the return to normalcy.
0: You know, the subtitle is Voices of Hope and Awakening. It's 100 people, including Special Olympics athlete Loretta Claiborne saying, let's 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 be there for each other. You know, uh, Pastor Rick Warren says in the book that we're living in a tsunami of grief.
1: That's Tim Shriver, chairman of the Special Olympics International. He joins us for a lengthy and impactful conversation about how the mission of the Special Olympics fought through the limitations of COVID-19 and what the future holds. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.